Welcome to Business Chit Chat, a podcast from Headwaters RCD and Butte Local Development. I'm your host, Kayla Lappin. I'm the Director of Marketing and Business Recruitment, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about primary sector jobs. First things first, though, Headwaters RCD and Butte Local Development Corporation, also known as BLDC, are local and regional nonprofit organizations focused on the economic vitality of Southwest Montana. We serve Anaconda Deer Lodge, Beaverhead, Butte Silver Bow, Granite, Jefferson, Madison, and Palo Counties. Whew! Seven counties. If you're in Butte Silver Bow, then BLDC is directly supporting Butte Silver Bow County, and we are in the middle of our 2023 annual membership campaign. When you become a member of the BLDC, you directly support the economic development and well being of Butte Silver Bow. What? So be sure to join today bit.ly slash join BLDC. Today's podcast episode is all about primary sector jobs. And I thought it would be great to hear from our executive director, Kelly Sullivan, um, and the regional director of our small business development center, or the SBDC, as you might know it, Courtney Leffler, to kind of learn about their background and then also they're going to just talk all things primary sector jobs with me and what that term is and why we're focused on it um, at BLDC and at Headwaters. So Kelly and Courtney, if you could tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves and your background, I'll let you kind of talk to us. Sounds great. Thanks, Kayla. I'm Kelly Sullivan. I'm the executive director of both BLDC and Headwaters. Uh, I've been in the role for about a year now, and prior to that, I worked in community development on the Headwater side for about two years. Um, I'm a Butte native and Montana Tech graduate, and proud to be working to develop our region's economy. Perfect. Thanks, Kelly. Awesome. Hi, everyone. I am Courtney Leffler, and like Kayla said, I am the regional director for our Small Business Development Center. I have been with Headwaters and the BLDC for just almost six years. It's crazy to believe that in January I'll be coming up on my sixth year. Um, I am also a Montana Tech graduate. I graduated, um, I got a bachelor's degree in business management and marketing. Um, And shortly after graduation, I started doing economic development. Um, Outside of work, I enjoy spending time with my husband hunting and fishing and anything outdoors. Um, as well as family and friends. So I'm excited to be here today and talk to you guys about primary sector jobs. Yay. It occurred to me I should probably introduce myself. Yeah, I'm you probably should. Yeah. I'm like, well, um, I'm Kayla Lappin, as you already know. Um, I graduated from Montana Tech way back in 2013, which feels like a long time ago, but I have a degree in professional and technical communication. Um, and I actually worked in marketing for about five years in Anaconda, random place to work in marketing, but we had some pretty big clients. I worked with Home Depot, um, Macy's, the Roman Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn. (laughs) It was a fun past. And then I switched hats and worked in Superfund for about five years. So some of you may know me from the Superfund world. I worked for the Clark Fork Watershed Education Program. Um, I also worked with Butte Silver Bow and I redid the Pit Watch website. Um, and then now I'm here with Butte Local Development Corporation. I'm super excited to play this role of marketing and get to focus on business recruitment for Butte, which is near and dear to my heart. So I'm excited to be here. And, you know, when I first started with BLDC, one of the terms that gets thrown around a lot is this idea of primary sector jobs. 
And as someone who is pretty new to economic development from like being in the standpoint of having to run economic development, I'm like, what? What is a primary sector job? And why are we, you know, from Butte Local Development Corporation standpoint, focused on them, but then also in our greater headwaters region, you know, what are they? Why, why do we care about them? So Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about primary sector jobs? Yeah. Um, Work performed in the primary sector produces raw materials and agricultural goods, and it includes jobs in industries such as farming, mining, fishing, forestry. Secondary sector jobs involve turning those raw materials into more valuable manufactured items, and we have any number of manufacturing companies here in Butte, uh, which lend to our local economy. Yeah, I like that idea of like primary and secondary jobs. I feel like our work is kind of focused, you know, on both of those aspects. We always hear the term primary sector, but really in a region such as ours, it's, it's both that contribute majorly to our local economic region. So Courtney, can you talk to us a little bit about like, what are the primary sector jobs in our region? Yeah, of course. You know, it's definitely not a surprise that agriculture and mining continue to play an important role in our region's economy. Um, Industries involved in the extraction and production of our natural resources are very important to our local economy here in Butte Silver Bow um, and Montana. And Kelly and I are going to discuss some reasons why primary sector jobs are significant in our region. Kelly, do you want to go first? Yeah, thank you. So we have an abundance here of natural resources, uh, particularly minerals such as copper, gold, and silver. And we have a long history of mining activity which has contributed significantly to our region's economic development. Primary sector jobs in mining and extraction provide direct employment opportunities for the local resource, not just in Butte Silver Bow, but throughout our seven counties. It's funny, I was talking with my daughter this morning in the car actually, and she was talking about, you know, who were the first people to come here? And I was like, well, the first settlers here after the Native Americans were miners and they came, you know, and I was thinking in our region, almost every community in our region has a mining history from yeah. Bannock to Virginia City to Phillipsburg to Basin. We've mm-hmm. got mining in every county yes. almost in yeah. our region. Um, and so, yeah, no surprise here to anyone. Hopefully not a surprise, <laughs> but <laughs> we come from that mining history, not just here in Butte, but in our entire, you know, wasn't Virginia City the first capital right. of Montana? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, those primary sector jobs, you know, continue from extraction, Courtney, what else? Yeah, so we've all heard the term the economic multiplier effect. Um, You know, primary sector jobs plays a crucial role in generating secondary jobs in our local economy. So for example, mining operations, you know, require support services such as equipment maintenance, transportation, and logistics, creating additional employment opportunities for the residents. Then that income is generated from primary sector activities that often circulates through our local economy, leading to an increased consumer spending and the growth of other industries in our communities. Yeah, it's definitely that word, economic multiplier effect. When when we were researching this, I'm like, what? This is a 
kind of a fun word to think about and really I think you know here in Butte and um, even in some of our other regions we definitely see all of these like uh, secondary and tertiary businesses right I think a lot about the engineering firms you Mm -hmm. know that play a support role to some of the mining cleanup activities there's my super fun background showing up again but there are so many companies you know even even with the closing of the mine back in the 80s when it when it shut down even with that you know all these new businesses got to pop up and deal with this cleanup and so you know those are some of the secondary even just from that aspect of superfund but now we have an active mine and there are still these support services and i think about the agricultural support services in our region as well thinking about you know company when i was little I grew up in Twin Bridges, Montana, so I'm always a little partial to Madison County. But, you know, we used to make the trip over to Dillon to go to Dillon Implement to get some um, materials for, you know, I used to go with my friend who owned a ranch over there and they would be getting pipe materials. And so you have all these other, you know, businesses that are helping the agricultural sector. Um, And I know, what's the other one? AM Wells. They're always transporting, you know material for, I worked at the Yellowstone mine again Madison County not trying to be partial but you know they're providing those support services to the Yellowstone mine and transporting some of the raw material and so yeah. you have all these businesses sort of supporting that primary sector that goes back into that economic multiplier yeah effect. our whole economy is yeah. just working together yes um what else Kelly what what are we thinking about yeah, with let's, let's talk a little bit about revenue generation So the extractive industries in the primary sector contribute to the local government's revenue through taxes, royalties, and fees. And these financial resources can be utilized for infrastructure development, public services, and investments in education and healthcare, which benefit our entire community. Yeah, I think a lot about, again, these examples of like, you know, we've got the Phillipsburgs and the Virginia cities of the world and the big skies, which big sky is, you know, partially in mm-hmm. Madison County and part of their tax funding, you know, comes from these economies that are tourism based. And, um, you know, that's not necessarily primary sector there, but you think about the tax structure and what comes from, you know, these different economic structures. And so not my favorite topic, taxes. Um, but <laughs> when we're thinking about, infrastructure development you know revenue generation from these from these companies and these primary sector jobs plays a key role in everyone's ability to drive around the county even right and when i'm thinking about primary sector jobs you know i also think job stability and wages Um, primary sector jobs particularly in mining tend to offer relatively higher wages and a stable employment opportunity so this can provide you know financial security for workers and their families Um, leading to improved living standards and increased spending power within our local economy. Definitely. I definitely think that when you've got those anchor businesses in the community, it's contributing significantly to where people are able to spend their dollars. We're very fortunate in our region to have a number of anchor businesses like that. Um, And then let's talk a little bit about community identity and heritage. Yeah. So primary sector jobs uh, and the mining industry in particular has a deep-rooted historical significance in our region, which shapes our identity and our heritage. The preservation and promotion of primary sector activities can contribute to cultural tourism and attract visitors interested in learning about our unique 
industrial heritage. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of Bannock Days. Have any of you oh, ever been I to Bannock Days? Days. <laughs> or yes. they do the ghost tours at Halloween there yes. as well. Yes, yep. Yeah. And I think Virginia City does, um, they've got, you know, I worked in Virginia City for like three summers as a teenager. At so. the candy store? No, I actually worked um, for the Virginia City Creamery, which has their location now in Phillipsburg. Yep. So ice cream scooping. And now we're in Butte at Paper yes. Cranes. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, definitely in our region, we see a lot of our uh, tourism economy based on the idea that you can go and see some of the early miners back in their, back in their heyday. So back to Headwaters BLDC and our work, um, you know, and our work really is about the economic vitality of the entire region. And that's our focus, making sure that we have, you know, Courtney and the SVDC available to help entrepreneurs and small businesses. And we've got Kelly um, and our loan department focused on helping people get, you know, financing for, you know, any business ventures they're looking at creating. And we've got Sam, you know, in our FADC, our Food and Agriculture Development Center, focused on helping, you know, farmers, ranchers, producers get, you know, the funding and the business support that they need. Um, and then just our support helping write grants. You guys do so much. Um, so what does that kind of look like? And I do that work too. I shouldn't say it's all you, but <laughs> I get to tell people about it. I don't always, I'm not always the one writing the grant application. I'm the one trying to help people understand yeah. that we're writing the grant application, right? Um, and a lot of this is done, I'm coming to understand in my role here. I've been here since you know the end of October 2022, but our partnerships are, oh, Huge. I'm impressed. Yes. Like the number of partnerships we have to have. It reminds me a little bit of the super fun partnerships that have to go on. You know, we've got EPA, DEQ, all working, all working together in air quotes. They're probably laughing at me if they're listening to this. Um, but, you know, those partnerships are key and they really help move the ball forward. So, Kelly um, or Courtney, did you want to talk a little bit about our partnership with local governments? Yeah. You know, like Kayla said, partnership is key. We wouldn't be able to do the work we do without our partnerships with our um, local development or our local government. Um, We work so, so close with Butte Silver Bow Community Development Team. They are amazing to work with, um, you know, as we're trying to move the ball on projects and get different leads here and help support and attract different jobs in Butte Silver Bow, but also southwestern Montana. We also have a great relationship with our Chamber of Commerce. Um, this is really important because they have a very wide network as well. And so being able to partner um, with them is going to be huge with getting anything moving. Um, like we say before, it's way better if you have a team of people than you're trying to do it alone. So we yeah. cannot emphasize the partnership enough. We are so thankful for all of, all of our partners that we partner with um, daily, monthly, weekly, however many times we talk to them. We also partner with um, different primary sector businesses we attend, you know, different monthly meetings with our economic development team meet or team group twice a month. So this is really nice to just get all together in the same room and talk about different projects we're all working on. Um, more brains is better than one brain, so it's nice to just get everybody in the room. Personally, I always say I like to work with people smarter than me because it gives you more ideas and it makes you better at your job every day. So I'm thankful for the partnerships we have with our local government. Totally. I, I was noticing and talking with ADOs 
um, one gal I was talking to, she worked for an EDO in a different state, and this was at a conference I attended in Washington, D.C., and she was struck by how closely we worked with our local government and our officials. And then I was telling her, I was like, you should see me trying to put this contact list together for our Headwaters region and who should be on the contact list. And I'm going through commissioners. I'm going through chambers of commerce in each participating town. There's like, you know, I think we have, I'm not going to name them all. I should know this off the top of my head, but every community has a chamber to work with. There's a mayor to work with. There's a local um, commissioner to work with. I was struck by how not only we've handled these partnerships in the past, how well we've balanced that, but as we continue to dive, you know, Commissioners don't say commissioners <laughs> from year to year. Sometimes there's turnover. You know, we our work really is, you know, meeting and working with these officials and figuring out who they are and introducing ourselves and making our work known and our presence known. And I'm still working on that contact list, by the way. So if if you're hearing this and you're like, I'm not on the list, I'm working on it. I promise <laughs> you're gonna get on the list. But trust me when I say there's you know, in each one of these communities in our region, there's a whole list of people to get in contact with. And I, I know that our team has been really focused on making those partnerships kind of run um, really smooth and kind of pave that road forward. Um, and maybe now that we have access to being able to do that in this, in this day and age, it's, I'm excited. I'm excited where things are going and what we'll be able to accomplish together as Courtney was pointing out um you know that's that's our partnerships with local governments and commissioners and chambers of commerce in each county there's seven counties to maintain those relationships with um but we also work very closely with the montana department of commerce on their business attraction efforts and so kelly i don't know if you want to talk a little bit about this relationship but this one is also a fun relationship for me i attended select usa and I love that we take a Team Montana approach, you know, and I, and I maybe, Kelly, I'll let you talk yeah, about it. <laughs> sure. To expand a little bit on Select USA, um, we work on that in conjunction with the Montana World Trade Center, which is based at the University of Montana. And Select USA brings in folks who are interested in foreign direct investment into our state and hopefully more specifically into our region here. Uh, we also work with Frederick Van Den Abel and his team at the Department of Commerce who are the business attraction team and we get a lot of our leads that we uh, use to seek out businesses to come and locate in our community. A lot of our leads come from that same group. Um, again, our partners are key and we are lucky to have so many different facets of partnerships and again, not only at the state level, but also folks with the USDA, the EDA, the EPA, um, all of those mm -hmm. folks are also helping us in our efforts for uh, improving the area's economic vitality. Yeah. Another way that um, we continue to support and attract, you know, primary and secondary jobs in Butte Silverboro, but also southwestern Montana, is when we are working with some of our businesses, we can help them also apply for funding um, for grants, loans you know, whatever it is they're looking for, and we can help connect them to other resources that they can use to help them become more successful as well. Um, just in the last year, we submitted a Big Sky J Trust Fund job creation grant for 40 plus jobs um, in Butte Silver Bow. So that's huge. That's another way we're continuing to support them. 
we also, you know, if there isn't a grant available, we can help them apply for funding, um, you know, to get a loan or a line of credit or whatever they need at that time. So, you know, that goes back to working very closely with our banks to provide gap financing, but it's also important to note that BLDC and Headwaters can also help with financing. You know, we have a loan program that also supports, you know, our primary and secondary sector jobs here um, in Southwestern Montana. Courtney, what does that look like when you're a business and you're, I want grants? What does that look like? I'm always like thinking from the role of an entrepreneur. Yeah, so we all want free money, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, (laughs) when we're working with a business and they're looking for grant dollars, I always have them write down a list of things that they need funded because certain grants won't fund certain things. So we get a list from our businesses on exactly what they're thinking that they need the money for and then we match it appropriately per um, their request to the program that would work. So for example, let's say, you know, you have your small business. Mm -hmm. Let's say you want to develop a new website even though you are a website guru. That probably would not happen with your personal business, but let's just use that as an example. There is a grant um, that we could help you apply for to get a brand new website, marketing materials, any marketing promotional items um, for a very low match. So let's say your total project cost was $20,000. At the end of the day, you could put in close to $3,000, $2,000, whatever it is that your business has at the end of the day. But the more match you provide, the higher you score, which your chances are a little bit higher to get the grant. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes total sense. And yeah. hey, just because I do the work doesn't mean I want to do it yeah. <laughs> for myself. It'd be yeah. nice to hire it out. Um, we also have a database um, that Kelly just recently purchased, and it's GrantStation. Um, and so it's a whole other platform of grants that we have not had access to in the past. So this tool is going to be very beneficial for us as we're working with some of our businesses to see what their needs are because you can just search hey i'm in the mining industry and need a grant it'll pull up a list of grants available for that type of industry so that's going to be another huge perk that we have to yeah. offer here so if i'm a small business owner i could how would i i would get a hold of you how yeah so you would just get in touch with me um You know, our website has our registration page, and so we would first need you to register for our services through the SBDC, and then we would reach out to you and get something scheduled. And And you would just type it in this, like, search generator, and it's going to spit out grants that I can apply to. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's a great asset. Good thinking, Kelly. Um, Okay. I know, too, you talked a little bit about the financing. What does it look like? if I'm a business here and I'm just, I, I think our listeners want to know, Hey, what do yeah. you mean you do financing? I know when I talk to folks and tell them I have this job, they're like, Oh, I've heard about you guys. What do you do? And then yeah. I tell them about our programs and they're like, I've been meaning to talk with someone about the loan program. Um, you want to tell us just a little bit, we're going to do a whole like loan program feature, but yeah. even if you could just speak to it for just a moment to kind of tease Definitely. people about it. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> when we're thinking about small businesses, a lot of times they have more trouble getting that traditional financing from a bank because they have nothing to show. They don't have, you know, tax returns if they're a new business. Sure. Um, it can be a little bit riskier. And so the BLDC and Headwaters has a loan program um, for businesses to apply for. With that, our biggest thing is that they're creating jobs. We need them to be creating jobs because that's going to impact our community overall. So when we're working with a client that needs to apply to the loan program, they always start with the small business development first. We get them ready. We get their business plan done. 
We get their cash flow projections done, which is very important to make sure that that loan is cash flowing and that they can pay that back and it's a comfortable payment. We don't want to finance you know, businesses that yes, we need the money, but we can't pay it back, right? So we want to make sure at the end of the day that we're setting them up for success to grow their business, but also be in a good financial position for themselves. And so that's where those cash flow proje- proje- projections come in very, um, you know, it's just so important that we go sure. through that with the clients and that they understand the numbers, how they're getting them, where they're coming, where their cash is coming in, all of that. The other thing we really go through is um, supply chain. You know, COVID, the pandemic, sure, took a hit on all of our businesses. And so always having a backup. If for some reason we go into another pandemic, how else are you going to get your product? We always have to be thinking of somebody else that can supply us it and have that in like our, you know, recovery plan or some sort of plan with our business plan that if something does happen, we have a plan going forward. Sure. So we think of all of the what ifs. We do your cash flows. We get you all of your information that we're going to need for your loan program. And then we pass you over to them. Sure. And so we can partner with banks, which is what we would prefer to do. So let's say your total project cost is 800000 and a bank comes back and says, you know, Kayla, your business is great. However, we can only do 400000 So that leaves you about 400000 gap. So that's where our programs really can come into place and fill in that gap. Now let's say we'll do scenario two. Um, so we always are going to partner with a bank or we're going to need a denial letter from a bank because we're not competing with our local banks. So now let's say you go to the bank and they say, well, Kayla, this is really great. You know, you're a startup right now maybe come back to us in three years. Okay, so now you're gonna need a denial letter. You get the denial letter, you come up to us, we put it in your packet, and then BLDC or Headwaters can look at funding the whole amount up to our limit that we can lend. Yeah. Yeah, so it's such an impactful program. I mean, creating jobs, having this program available, you know, because a lot of our small businesses can't get that traditional financing when they have such good ideas. And then once they have a couple years under their belt, then our hope is that they can get that finance yeah, from a bank. Totally. And I know we're talking about primary sector jobs and we're talking about small businesses here, but these are some of those secondary yep. and other aspects of our economy that we're focused on too. So I love that we're focused on job creation. I think everyone would agree that's you know what's going to help our economy tick a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and so thanks, Courtney, for talking a little bit about, yeah. you know, I know we got off a little bit on a tangent there, but it all ties in because, you know, these secondary businesses, they're what support, you know, right. people being able to work in that primary sector. Um, and so Kelly, I think we have another point here we wanted to make, and that's about the representation that we have. Yeah. Um, so we have two boards of directors. We have one for Headwaters and one for BLDC. Our Headwaters Board is made up of folks from each of the seven counties in the region, including government officials, uh, Chamber of Commerce, small business owners, and other stakeholders. And the Butte Local Development Board is made up of Butte business owners, uh, government representatives, folks who are interested in seeing us keep Butte vital. Yeah. 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 Okay. As we're thinking about primary sector jobs and we're thinking about all these things, we talked about our partnerships and, you know, the work that BLDC does um, and Headwaters does to, you know, support and attract primary and secondary jobs to our region. region. We're working, you know, with partnerships from local governments. We're working with the Montana Department of Commerce. 
We're working directly with the businesses themselves. Courtney gave us a whole, you know, background on kind of how we might support a business um, through some of their funding needs. And then we're also working with our local banks, you know, where's this money coming from? And, you know, we as economic development institution, you know, we have access to some of these from, you know, Department of Commerce, some of our EDA funds. Um, and then we made sure, or we didn't, but those that came before us made sure that we had representation so that BLDC and Headwaters, you know, we're being, we're truly representing, you know, every sector in the communities that we serve. I think it's really powerful. When I came onto the BLDC, um, even just looking at some of our board members, you know, we've got real estate, we've got, you know, the mayor, we've got, you know, bankers, bankers, we've got someone from healthcare, you we've know, engineers, engineers. And I always, it struck me like, why are all these people coming together? And, and, you know, we all work together for the economic vitality, um, of the region. And I think it's just important to know, you know, this is what we do and this is our work. Um, before we kind of sign off for the day, I wanted to hear Kelly and Courtney from each of you, what your vision is, what would you want to see for our region? Um, what do you think would happen for primary? What's their best outcome for primary sector, secondary sector? If you could dream big, you could get a check tomorrow, what would you, what would you do to support the region? Uh, I think definitely a continued focus on bringing in those primary and secondary, um, particularly in some regards, the secondary sector jobs in manufacturing. I think we want to see our airport grow and continued vitality there, uh, get some flights added, give some more options. Um, and then I think also on the retail front, uh, we'd love to have a department store. Uh, we'd love to see our re retail be a little more robust here in Butte. I would definitely echo Kelly. I think, you know, primary sector jobs are huge to our economy. So if we can attract more primary sector jobs, then that retail is going to follow. Because like we mentioned earlier, you know, maybe primary sector jobs and secondary jobs, you know, are going to have a little bit higher wages. And so having those higher wages will hopefully attract more of our department stores and some of that retail, um, which is very much needed in our communities. Definitely. When we're thinking about business recruitment, you know, these retailers want to know that their business is going to be supported and right. rightfully so. And I think that's why we're so focused on these primary sector jobs and bringing them. Yeah. We did have a company recently, maybe we can speak a little bit about Debell, who is coming to Butte, you know, and they're going to be breaking ground this year. Um, I know the governor, there was some press on some of this. And so I know that when the when this got announced, we were all super excited for that to come. And it's up to 500 jobs um, for our local economy. And Kelly... What are your thoughts about, you know, this company going forward and what it sends a message? You know, we're getting recognized from around the state as Butte is one of the places to be and one of the places <laughs> yeah. to build your business. And Kelly, I'd love to hear, um, you know, kind of your thoughts on, you know, the future and other businesses coming like that. Yeah, I think for sure uh, Devel is going to fill a great niche for us. Um, they're going to provide manufactured homes uh, a little bit more mid-scale you know, not necessarily a starter scale, but more mid-scale. Uh, if you go to their website, you can see some of the renderings of the homes that they're planning to build. And I think one of the ways they're going to start out is to build homes for some of their own employees because they're looking at employing quite a, quite a number of folks at that 
manufacturing facility out at the Montana Connections Park. Yeah, it's very exciting because here we have a company that's invested in Butte Silver Bow. They're working very closely with our county. Um, and just to use them as that case study, right, they're working really closely with our county and getting that housing. They're, they're on the ground getting their own, you know, set up for their company. And as we move forward in the region, I'm just excited because especially when I was at Select USA, one of the things that strikes me about business attraction and recruitment of these primary sector jobs is like other people still at their core are people and they're looking to see what other people are doing and they're looking to see, well, if they can do it, maybe I can do it too. So I'm really excited that we have this like fresh start of, okay, we're going to see how this goes and we're going to, you know, I know our whole county is behind it and helping, you know, the governor himself was here to roll out the red carpet for him, for these, this company. And so I'm just excited to see what else gets attracted down the road. All right, everybody. Well, thank you. If you'd like to support economic development in Butte Silver Bow or the Headwaters region, um, you're welcome to join our BLDC 2023 annual membership drive. You can also directly support Headwaters RCND with a donation as we are a 501c3 organization on the Headwaters um, RCND side. And so if you ever need business services or you're ever in need of Courtney's services helping you do your cash flows, I want you to get a hold of us at 406-723-4349 or just go on to our website bldc.net or headwatersrcnd.org fill out that contact form i get all the contact forms because i'm our communications person so you'll either hear from me or i'll put you in touch with the right person and thanks kelly and courtney for joining us today and thank you to our listeners for your support if you have ideas for a podcast or you want to see someone on a podcast episode please get a hold of me kayla at 406-496-3171 and i would love to hear your ideas all right everybody thank you Thanks, Kayla. Thank you, Kayla.